Welcome back, you 390 millionaires. No, that's not an echo in here. We are on to week five of our, our fantasy season. Uh, we've got a wonderfully tight race uh, in almost all the divisions. Um, and we're just uh, we're going to gear up for some friggin football this weekend. Uh, but before we get into any of that, as usual, my co-hosts, Mike and Suds, I'll throw it to Mike as I always do. Mike, how are you doing? What did we say last year on the show when we came on? I love fantasy football, and that kind of became like our mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could kind of use that along the same lines, I hate fantasy football. Whoa, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel right now. So that's that's okay. about it. And and I think I think we'll have some uh, some information as to why you feel like that. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Suds, you need you need your time in the spotlight. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, uh, and I do need the spotlight. I have lots of things to say. Uh, first of all, you stole my joke when you threw it to me. I was going to say, is there an echo in here? Uh, and it would have made the crowd go wild. Uh, second of all, we ha- it's been a week of delaying podcasts, but it worked out really well for me today because um, I was filling up with gas and it hit exactly $100. On the dot, couldn't couldn't put any more gas in. So um, within the last couple hours, I've had literally the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> wow, this is that that is pretty cool, Suds. Thanks for thanks for sharing that with us. You know what else? Uh, actually, I'm going to interrupt you and tell you another story. While I was out, um, there was some anti-vax protesters, yeah, and yeah. Uh, one of the signs said, uh, "Vaccines, vax passports." Did not see this coming. But the did not see this coming part, the not see was spelled N-A-Z-I. So it was did not see this coming. And like, I've been pretty pro-vax, but if that's the type of puns that they're working with, I might switch teams (laughs) and return my vaccines. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Language is a powerful tool and it can uh, it can switch our opinions uh, instantly. And and I to be fair, I am anti-vax, but. I want to let you know I've used a similar pun on a Reddit post. I can link that to you later um, if you'd like. If I can continue to keep you on um, Provax team. Oh, sure. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm like I'm like the prettiest girl at the pun ball basically right now. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. This is great content. Um, this is, uh, just fantastic banter right off the top. Mm-hmm. Um we did not think that we were going to have a guest for this episode, but lo and behold, um, somebody has come through for us in spectacular fashion. Um, his friends call him the permanent echo. Uh, Curtis, how are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for the call up once again. I am very well. 
sitting here enjoying a nice Calabogie Brewing West Coast American IPA. Mm, oh, beautiful. I didn't realize that this was Scotch and Sports. I'm having a uh, Summer's Bee Pear. Oh, beautiful. And I'm having a rum and coke in a New Jersey Devil's glass, as one does. For legal purposes, I, I, I can't say that it is Scotch and Sports. Yeah, it's not. It is, we, we, I thought you were going to say we can't say New Jersey Devils. <laughs> <laughs> it's registered well, trademark want... cannot be used without the express written permission of the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff, guys. Right off the top. Just like a nice little cap to, mm. to what we're doing. Um, we're going to roll right into uh, our analysis of what happened last week uh, in our new segment. Um, I write headlines and then our guest uh, reads them. They have not seen them before. Um, so Curtis, I'm going to ask you to uh, go ahead with the headlines and, and, and read them. Entertain. Let's, let's get this started. Up first, we have lifeless fish pulls a Jesus as Easter comes early for Danish and Holly is left losing at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Nice. Solid. Solid stuff. That's a lot of information in one yeah. sentence. <laughs> Headline number two. More like a chase up the mound as Neville obliterates the commish who has a Gertie-like outing. Ouch. Fire. Ouch. Number three. Kneecaps and Kedex lives lives up to the hype as it's all elbows and lockcocks in their matchup. Limbs win. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I think I fucked that one up big time. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. My number four conjunction junction keeps running on with the competition as Nolan ekes out a win over alleged Holocaust denier Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> so that hasn't been proven yet. Eh? Just alleged. Just alleged. Just alleged. Alleged. Just alleged. Okay. alleged. Oh, fuck. Oh boy. The verdict is in as electricity is better than agriculture as Jigga Guts beats wannabe butter my can't in non-innuendo smashing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Not sure I get that one, but okay, let's go. Uh, mid-season ass poll takes place in week four as Pelt almost wins by scoring 79.79 points against Gertie's 85.98. You two clearly invest in AMC. Hashtag Ken Griffey lied. It's great. It's great. Oh, all my, all my apes out there will get that one. Um, I have a lot of fun writing these. And, and they're nonsensical. Um, and I almost want to like explain each one, but I think it's better mm. just leaving it like that. I agree. I had to, I had to Google the last one. Fantastic. Fantastic. Theo, are you coming up with me, buddy? Oh my gosh. My one-eyed dog, everybody, is being very needy right now. Mm. Um sounds like you should put him down. <laughs> does he wear an eye patch? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, well, we can get into Theo a little uh, a, a little bit later. Um, but I think uh, I think right now we should talk about the status of the divisions. Mm. Uh, um so if I pull up uh, Mike, you are always so keen on this. So why don't I throw it to you first? What are, what are the divisions looking like for uh, uh, two championships asterisk? Oh, man, it's the same story every week. Neville wins. Neville's leading the division. Um, 
I think maybe I cursed Curtis when he was on the show a couple weeks ago. I gave him a lot of credit, and I said he might become a contender, and I think he's gone 0-2 and sunk to last in the division since then. Um, but i got to say, Ryan's a bit of a surprise. I, I don't know. We were talking about him being at the bottom with Danish a couple weeks ago, and here he is second in the league at 3-1, and one, only trailing Neville. So um, some things are changing, and uh, it's not it's not like it used to be here in 390. I'm not winning, so... great stuff uh we'll go to seven championships uh i think collectively aside from uh suds last week and let me, let me just double check the uh well no that's that's yeah, we all sucked a big dick back. is what you're trying to get at yeah well yeah suds suds put gained some ground and everybody else was on the losing end of their of their operation so suds uh a, a great week for you you're one game back of andre who seemed to be on that um, that steady pace uh, with with Neville, but uh, Neville shut that shit down, and the rest of the division did not perform well. Um, you seem uh, you seem very much in contention for the division. How are you feeling after after week four? Good. I definitely definitely really wanted that win. Um, it felt good, Andre playing Neville, but regardless of their victory my team is better than it's been performing and i actually think it's going to be really good at the end of the season so i just need to stay in it right now um so pulling off a win with 109 points is exactly what you want to be doing mid-season yeah it's a real it's a real gutty win oh and i'm gonna have to throw it right back to you suds uh so talk about the two championships no asterisk division yeah much like mike's analysis it's it's kind of hard nothing's really changed i look at it and the it's it's still Gertie got a win, but it was not a win in which he should be proud. Um, so he still remains kind of yeah. What a loser! Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of remains as at the bottom of that division and not really in it, despite being only one game back. And then yeah, it's still just a fight. Your 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 eked out wins are still helping you, but there's still not a clear number one in that division yet. Um, so it could be could be tight going towards the end, just like the other divisions, other than Neville right now. Mm-hmm. I do I do feel much better after week two as opposed to week um, week three. Oddly enough, because I did get my first loss that last week, but um, I'm scoring points now. I'm scoring points like regularly. I'm not. I've I've surpassed one hundred. What's that like? It's fantastic. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm. Mm. Second in scoring in my division, which makes me feel great with a game at hand against everybody. So um, if I get, I don't know, I'm, I'm just sort of, uh, this isn't the Pat, how does Pat feel about his uh, fantasy team podcast, uh, but I'm, I'm feeling good. Mm. So I'm happy with the way things are going. Um, let us roll back. Uh, I think this is a, uh, this is a mic section. We're going to, we're going to follow up on the transactions this week. What, mm. what happened with the, uh, the waiver wire, Mike? Oh man. Total of $6 spent this week. I think everyone is, uh, being quite frugal or just maybe realizing the odor is important, Pat. Maybe just realizing that, uh, they should have spent more money on Eli Mitchell, and they're jealous that I got him for a hundred dollars. So, but yeah, we've got uh, the New England defense again. Congratulations for spending two dollars on a defense. Seems to be a common theme in this league. AJ Green, two dollars, love it. Why not? He's a bit of a lottery ticket for you, Holly. I think uh, who knows what's going to happen week to week in that 
Arizona offense, and why not have one of them and hope they can hit it for you if you need to play them? And then, if, if go oh, ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to say AJ Green is actually the the statistical leader of that wide receiving core mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's wild. You say lottery. You say lottery ticket. I say AMC stock. We're going to the moon, baby. <laughs> Perfect. Can tell what's on Pat's mind today. I'm pretty sure the moon is out of bounds, though. Mm. Not if you get two feet in. (laughs) Not if you get two feet in. That's great. Um, And then Dalton Schultz is the big buy of the week. $4 going to Burroughs to steal again. Um, Obviously, Gertie just trying to resemble some type of fantasy football team over there at 1-3, and along with me. I think the difference between... I'm much like Suds, and this is about my fantasy team right that's what this podcast is for um i feel like i'm still in a good spot i just haven't started score points like hallwell and i'm not itching to make a move whereas i think it reeks of desperation that gertie's got to pick up a tight end and spend four dollars on one so that's just kind of the different parallels i see our teams in i would say maybe you need to look in the mirror but um i'm glad that you Mm -hmm. uh you feel confident at least that's yeah. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Amazing. Uh, <sighs> we have a trade alert, everybody. A trade went down this week. When I did this happen? No way. Yeah, I missed this completely. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a joke. No? No sure. way? I see it in the transactions um, list. Yeah, it's totally real. Jay the trade is I- kind of a joke. We'll get into that. Uh, Jay and I have made a trade. Uh, I have traded him, uh, Alexander Madison, and in return, I received Jamal Williams. Um, This trade came in Thursday afternoon, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. What does it say? What does it say in the league transaction? Got pushed through Thursday night. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was out I, w- I was at work when I got this, but as soon as I saw it, I, I clicked, I accepted it because um, for me, I don't have that third that running back three, and so far Jamal Williams has performed as like a good healthy flex option. So like I get that piece that I've been trying to get for with Carson Wentz um, of like a another like a starter who Jamal Williams to me is a starter moving forward. Um, and I, I only have to give up Alexander Madison, who is only truly valuable for me if Dalvin Cook goes down. Yeah. And I think it makes sense for Jay because he's got Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So he gets his, his handcuff, and, and I think we all walk away happy. happy. But, um, Suds, you said it was a joke. Why do, you, why do you think it was a joke? Well, because there's been all this buildup for a trade finally happening, <laughs> and it happens with these two fucking idiots. <laughs> You're talking about the NFL players and not the fantasy team owners. Oh, well, that's up for you to decide, but either way. <laughs> okay, cool. Not offended. Um, Curtis, what do you think about the trade? Because uh, you, this could have been you. This could have been you. Could have been me. Uh, I don't have a lot of thoughts on the trade. Um, or anything else. But that's Or cool. anything else. No. Um, yeah, it is what it is. I think it does reek a bit of desperation, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> Is there an echo in here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Awesome. Uh, Mike, I'll give you the opportunity. I feel like you've already said 
No, I was I was hoping you would. I was okay. ravishing at the chance to talk about this exciting deal we had go down in 390. Sure, speak your piece. Um, no, I think it's a good deal. I, I, I especially find it interesting that there was no negotiation. Jay just sent it and you accepted and it was like, there you go. That's just like, it's like what you dream of almost, right? You're like, I'm going to send this offer. And then it's like, it never happens that way. It's just rejected. And then you just go fuck yourself. So there are there are a lot of people in this league that I will I will shame um, for their trade offers. Uh, I and I'll name them. Um, Gertie for one sent me an absolutely baloney offer. Oh, I got one week. of those this week too. Yes, and I was like, I was like, mm. you need you need to um, look in the mirror. Is there an echo in here? Um, but the other person I'll shame is my brother. Um, he's absolutely it's nonsense to deal with with him i i gave some credit to neville last week for coming with a, a really strong offer i forget i forget the mechanics of that mm-hmm. deal but we did discuss a, discuss it on the podcast and jay came this week and and um i've been noticing with jay that his brain his fantasy brain operates the same way that my fantasy brain works and i think that we're able to get on the same wavelength about stuff so that's like when i saw this deal I think I I, I, I want to give him credit because I think he actually offered me this deal earlier before any games had been played. Oh, and okay. so my, my, my perception of Jamal Williams had not um, evolved into what it is now, but um, no, I think uh, I credit to Jay. It was a, it was a hell of an offer. I told him that. Um, and I think uh, it, it's crazy. We're division rivals too, but it just, um, he feels like he's a he's a good fit for what I want to do with my team and vice versa. So that's the 10 minutes on the big trade. So that's good. <laughs> Covered that. Uh, well, there is a second question, Pat, if you want to read it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, this is a question that everybody I think will want to know. Is Carson Wentz still available? <laughs> no, because <laughs> oh. I... <laughs> Barring Jamal Williams, <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's honestly like, um, unless I get uh, unless I get Geno Smith uh, on free agent uh, or the waiver wire the, this upcoming week, um, Carson Wentz will most likely stay on my team until after uh, my buys are over. So I'm feeling very good. Mm. Congrats, thank you. Way to go, man. Uh, we do we want to go to the mystery source or do we want to go to the injury news first? Let's talk injury news. Yeah, I feel like that that, that translates Mm -hmm. uh, better. Um, Suds, is that you? Uh, Sure, I can take it. Um, Let's start quickly. Uh, Big news is actually Elijah Mitchell is coming back, confirmed coming back. Um, And actually, Mike, I'll quickly throw that to you. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about that? And what do you think the share will be? I'm feeling pretty good. He got pretty heavy usage when he was healthy there early on and had some jump in his step, so... I'm hopeful he'll become the lead dog. I think what I don't want to happen is they split it 50-50, but I don't think Sermon did enough in the last couple of weeks to really steal that from Mitchell, who looked more explosive. Um, if I can rain on your parade, I think the person you have to worry about is Jeff Wilson when he comes back off the pub. No, because Elijah Mitchell is going to crush it from here on out, and then it's going to be sealed. Yeah, I'll just say it again. I think the person that you have to worry about uh, is Jeff Wilson when he comes back from the pub. Is there an echo in here? Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, four first names. 
Whoa. <laughs> Trey Sermon. That's like a Friday night. Holy smokes. Anyway, moving on. Next injury um, is Joe Mixon. And this one is going to be a bit of a tough one um, because he is quite questionable right now. And it sounds like even if he does play, it is going to be um, limited. I think he'll be limited. They're saying he might be limited. So for someone who is starting Samaj P. Ryan instead, this could be a very problematic wait until the last minute on Sunday type of deal. Howell, do you have any insight in here being a Bengals fan? Uh, from what I've seen on Twitter, he will not be playing. He will not be playing. Okay. Which actually kind of helps rather than splitting the carries, just playing some uh, um, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and then another one that actually is relevant to your team, but it's a defensive player is Jair Alexander is out. And since this was put in the outline, he was placed on IR. So, um, a little more serious. And this is absolutely huge. Green Bay's, uh, past defense has not been bad this year, but they haven't played the Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers and with Jair Alexander out, this could be huge for every offensive player on Cincinnati. Um, so look out for that. Not to, not to just sort of like get too excited about it, but could the Bengals win this game? Yes. I like they, they realistically have a shot. Yeah. Um, the, the Packers haven't looked championship ready yet and the Bengals have been real really on the rise and looking good i i wouldn't be surprised at all if that happened it would be a huge win for cincinnati um and moving on we the big one we saw um oh god we're it's saturday so thursday night um doesn't matter that it's saturday it still happened on thursday night um was we saw russell wilson um unable to move his middle finger and look quite out of place and it turned out um Geno Smith came in, and he's going to be in for at least a month. At least. Big, um, big if true. Um, did anybody hear the description of his injury? So there, um, I'm, I'm not seeing any sort of confirmations on the video chat that we have right now. But the reports oh. are that he, he, um, uh, he tore a tendon in, in, in his finger, which is, is I, I don't think, unexpected the way that it was sort of like, bent and, and didn't look and like locked it. yeah um but he splintered the bone and so it's like oh. m- it's like multiple fragments Jesus. so if, if i had to guess i they're they're out at least a month that's confirmed he's already had surgery on it um i would guess he's closer to the eight week return than he is the the four week mm. yeah I, I i get that i haven't done that i've done that at my ankle not my finger where um uh, a tendon issue caused that bone splinter. And it, for me, it was supposed to be like in a walking boot for three weeks. And I was a few months um, before I was able to like fully walk on my own again. So yeah, splintered bone is something that could be way more problematic. And I did not realize that that's what they were diagnosing. Um, but you know what Pete Carroll said about Russell Wilson, he's an all time great healer. So uh, maybe and, and I, I I'd like to think that's because he's so devout to God and his faith is mm-hmm. so strong. Well, no, it's actually this is this is actually a misunderstood quote. A healer is actually someone in who Harry Potter who is a doctor, and so it's actually irrelevant to his injury. He's just really good at another job, and I think he's just saying he'll do that instead. Well, the well, the Ministry of Magic will be thrilled that he can moonlight during his this recovery time. He's this year's. Um, 
uh, the Kansas City offensive lineman who opted out for COVID. He's this year's version of that. Uh, Duvernay. Duvernay, yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I thought you were going to make another Harry Potter reference. Oh, no, they're coming. Don't worry. Uh, last but not least, and uh, this has been you heavy, Hallwell, but um, CMC is doubtful, but likely to return next week. Um, and uh, I'd like to get an update on your percentages here because uh, they've been, they interested me a lot last week when you discussed your percentages of him playing. What was my percentage last week? I think you said I think you said forty percent that he plays this week and eighty percent that he plays what what will be this week. Oh wow, that was bold. Um, I think it's <laughs> uh, it, it's it's it, th- we have some clarity now though, so I think I think the the, the statistics can be uh, um, changed accordingly. I'm ten percent he plays this week. I'm one hundred percent he plays next week. Oh shit. Hundreds a lot. Wow. Wow. Nice. I guarantee you. Slow. <laughs> no, I said hundreds a lot. Oh, I think yeah. hundreds low. That's wow. some AJ Green moon numbers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag King Griffin line. <laughs> Ow. I just hit my head on a picture frame. Um, okay. Well, now that we've gotten through the all the really important stuff, um, listeners, if you want to tune out for the next like 10 minutes or so, you can. It's just the mystery source. So um, prepare to be lied to. And also, we wow. will, what we're going to start doing, what we're going to start doing is releasing two versions of the podcast. One, the version that you usually listen to. And then one where instead of the mystery source, it's just Jeopardy music for a few minutes until we're finished with it. Give me that version. By popular demand. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to give, we did this last week, but I'm going to give a little bit of spotlight to our guest, Curtis. He's been pretty quiet while Hallwell and Suds uh, just jerk each other off. So, Curtis, do you want to read the uh, mystery guest's latest poem here? Sure, let's take a look. All right. It's quite sad how attention-seeking these hosts have been, and that doesn't even include the worst analysis I've ever seen. And to suggest yourself worthy of stolen identity shows a lack of self-awareness from a complete non-entity. Anyway, your small potatoes, let's get to the meat. I'm here to tell you I'm not the person who is so easily beat. I'm not the league mate who has become annoyingly more capable just when his team becomes worse, becomes significantly, fuck, significantly more rapable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, man. sorry, I read ahead and that threw me off there. Wow. I'm here to tell you that person's easy to beat. So mm. they're, they're clearly talking about Neville in this instance. Where are you guys reading this? In the chat. On the chat. The chat. Oh, right. I can't figure out how to access that <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> but has his team become significantly more rapable? Your small potatoes. Well, I, I just don't understand. I'm here to tell you, I'm not the person who is so easily beat. Not the league mate who has become annoyingly more capable. Just when his team became significantly more rapable. Yeah, that definitely sounds like Neville. <laughs> the last, the last line is insane because, like, mm-hmm. what is the source saying? What is uh? Well, I'm thinking of a recent injury. So Russell Wilson, who owns Russell Wilson? Ooh. Maybe there. Well, does does um, <laughs> Neville have the girl that danced with Urban Meyer? We can be- we can bleep that. Um, 
the the other thing is we i thought i thought that i thought that neville already was one didn't we have neville earlier yeah or we thought we did maybe we just had bad analysis the source the source only has like so many like red herrings they're like Oh, there's only 12 people in this league. If I start giving it away, they'll figure it out. So just every week it's Neville. You're a goddamn idiot, Source. <laughs> Harsh, but fair. Um, and then the Source uh, goes on. I'll uh, read some of the headlines here. Everybody's favorite league mate that they've never met, Ryan, has been dabbling in the wide receiver market, clearly dissatisfied with Cole Beasley as a wide receiver three. Some say he is disappointed with Beasley's lack of touchdown production or the inconsistent target share, but everyone in this league knows it's really because Ryan is a racist. <laughs> oh, that took a turn. All right. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, speaking of racists no one has met, many league mates have been inquiring about trading with Mike Hallwell, but don't know how to reach him. Seemingly, the only way to communicate with the former champion is through screenshots from his piece of trash brother. A piece of trash brother who was very quick to mention identity theft on this podcast. Someone please check on Mike Caldwell. Okay. As I like that. Pretty clever. As the trade landscape looks drier than a woman's vagina when they look at suds. Wow. Several people have been reaching out to Curtis to make a deal work. But this new Curtis has pride and wisdom and won't entertain your shitty offers. This source speaks for everyone when they say... We all want the old Curtis back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can get on board with that. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just a quick thing. W- wasn't it your brother who you said was a Holocaust denier at the beginning yeah. of the episode? Hallwell? Yes, I did. Yeah. So now um, he's, allegedly, a, race, uh, he's a racist and a Holocaust denier. I mean, those go hand in hand. They go yeah, hand in hand. Say, yeah. yeah. But it, I think that's, that's like, it's making it seem more likely now that we've heard two things. <laughs> well, it, speaking of sources, we've had it confirmed by two separate sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That this is true. So, it's and like, that's, oh. and that's when like news stations go, they go on two sources. So absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, this is reportable. Yeah. It's going to be on Fox news later. Oh, well, Michael's definitely see it then. <laughs> oh, so much, so much happening. I love it. But uh, back to you in the studio, Pat. Oh, sorry. I, I have a whining dog on my lap. Oh, I was just trying to figure out if it was him. I don't know why he's whining. Um. I feel like I feel like that's um, a lot of the stuff that we've had we've had to get through. So I think um, I think we go to predictions now, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So just a, a wrap up of. Or uh, so, sorry, before we move on from the trade section, I don't I don't have a trade this week. My apologies. Not back to you in the studio, Pat. Um, but I did want to open the floor a little since we did have one trade this week, and Curtis, you and I talked a bit extensively last week about activity in the league. Do you have anything you want to share with us in terms of any offers that you've maybe been made or what's happening out there? Uh, well, like the mystery source said, I have had multiple offers come in this week. Uh, more of a quantity over quality type situation throughout the week, as we've been discussing. Um, and as far as that goes, I don't see that changing. Uh, the league, uh, there's a real lack of trust and mm-hmm. cooperation throughout the league is what I've seen, and I don't see that changing. Uh, 
And I think your words yeah. were, no one is innocent. Yes, yeah. that is correct. Which I tried to rebuff, but you quickly shot me down and told me I wasn't yeah. innocent. So we know where you yeah. lie there. Yeah, very true. Um, I'm innocent. innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Name a crime. Name a crime. I'm probably innocent. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Let's not play that game. <laughs> Um, Curtis, I actually wanted to to let you know that um, I think you should do a further study on Jameis Winston. Um, I know he is, uh, I think he's like the 16th, 17th, like um, scoring quarterback uh, in the league right now. Um, But a lot of that is carrying off of his five touchdown, 140 yard performance against the Green Bay Packers, where he got like 29 points or something like that. And then since then, every week he hasn't gotten above 13 points, if I looked, if I remember correctly. Um, so if you're in the need for a quarterback, like I've told you many times, we should maybe do a trade. Mm. What? Yeah. So is Carson Wentz now available? Has something changed in the last 10 minutes? For Curtis, <laughs> for Curtis, he is. Well, you will notice I did put Mac Jones in my starting lineup this week, uh, sitting Jameis Winston. That. Yeah. And there's been a lot of uh, Taysom Hill vultures as well. So it yep. makes that uh, even tougher start with Jameis there. Well, g- Godspeed with, with Mac Jones. Um, I hope uh, I hope it goes okay against who are they playing this week? They play the uh... Dolphins, I believe. No, it's Houston, isn't it? Houston. Oh, Houston. Yes. All right. Good stuff. Okay. We always get our our best content when we throw to the guest without them being prepared. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I think we can go to predictions. No objections, so I'm just going to move forward with it. Last week. Want to get him hit too often? That was, uh, Thanks. yeah, go ahead. So oh, that's, that's why we do it live folks. Is that the, is that the Oklahoma game too, Mike? That you're watching? No, that's the, uh, Georgia Auburn game. Uh-huh. Incredible. It's um, zero, zero. Mike, I'm glad, I'm glad that you've, uh, you've angered me at this point because, uh, I get to gleefully tell the audience, um, that you had an abysmal, um, prediction last week, uh, not matching my one and five, but you did go two and four. Ooh. So you have plummeted down the rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, you are 10 and 14 for the year, putting you in third place. Guest, uh, Curtis, so you'll, you'll be operating in this fashion. Um, you are eight and four currently. Wow. Um, so a winning record, the winning, uh, almost, uh, no, the winningest record out of uh, everybody here. But just for the lack of games, um, you are uh, you are in last place. But that, I mean, if Mike continues his... The predictions the way they've gone um I, I i see you jumping into third after this week no problem um i had a bounce back week of going four and two uh bringing my record to uh 12 and 12 and suds is uh clearly in first with a record of 14 and eight also going four and two last week mike uh yeah are I you know. that are you that petty Oh, I said I hate fantasy football. Right. So we'll just, right. nothing's been working for me so far, but I'm just gonna stick to the uh, stick to the plan. No That's need right. to panic. Right. Everyone needs to keep their composure out there. For sure. 
Uh, Curtis, I'm going to put you on the, the, the spot first. You've got the first game to uh, give us an analysis for. Uh, we've got Nolan versus Pelt. Who's going who's gonna to win on that one? Excuse me. Um, for this game, starting off, I predicted Nolan to win. I believe I selected Nolan to win last time I was on as well. Uh, again, his quarterback, oh, Prescott, Jesus. Tom Brady. Sorry about that. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> it's not my fault. Shit just keeps moving around. Okay, we're good. Carry on. I'll just I would go say fuck it's him. almost exclusively your fault. Yeah. I'll just go fuck myself. It's okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to just... Uh, Mike is definitely going to fucking lose this week. Uh, <laughs> I hope Dak Prescott and Tom Brady just take a big old shit right on top of them. Wow. And Harsh. yeah, yep. That uh, Mike starting Baker Mayfield and Teddy Bridgewater. That is tough. And yeah, his team's just going to take a big shit this week. Damn, so vivid. Yeah, him injury. Um, it is worth it. We're we're saying that I think. Um, uh, Teddy Bridgewater Bridgewater was injured. Uh, Drew Locke came for him at the uh, the second half of last game, uh, but it does sound like he's been cleared at this point and will play tomorrow, which is a an uptick for everybody on the the Denver offense and my fantasy team. I barely. wouldn't go that far. Yeah, barely, barely. Look in the mirror, man. <laughs> God, suds. That, yeah. uh, what an incredible impression you just did. Give us your impression of what Danish and Jay's game will be this weekend. Fucking segue. Oh. Uh, no, a, actually. <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. It's fine. Whatever. I, I mean, neither one of them are going to win the league, so it doesn't matter that much. But their teams are okay. Um so we going into this with uh, I have the benefit of knowing that Robert Woods put in a for Jay put in a uh, old school Julio type performance actually here 150 receiving yards so 15 points but uh, no touchdowns there not bad uh, for a guy who has been struggling um, in the wake of Cooper Cup um, but I think the big thing is what we talked about earlier that Danish is just Danish has to start Samaj P Ryan. And we haven't even started bye weeks yet. And that's kind of a rough position to be in. Um, his team's not too weak, but just the the injuries have kind of hurt him depth-wise. I don't think he's going to put anybody different in. No, I maybe Ronald Jones, but that's not better. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it could be a close one, but I'm going to give the edge to Jay on this. Danish um, is going to go one and four. His team's not a one and four team, but unfortunately his team is a one and four team. Um, before we get to uh, Van Pelt's first game, um, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> um, George Kittle, IR. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Next three weeks. So um, just a heads up. I believe Mikey's on your team, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Remember that uh, mirror you're supposed to be looking in, good sir? Oh, my God. Yeah. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> <laughs> All you need for a good joke is volume and repetition. That's okay. I got my boy, uh, Mike Jacecki, ready to go. More like 
Jasaki. We've already nice. Yeah, no, it's worth it. Re- yes. Repetition, man. Repetition. Repetition. It's half of what makes a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Pelt. Um, with uh, with that uh, clearly new depression you're feeling, um, mm-hmm. give us your your best shot at uh, Mike H versus Gertie. Yeah, I love how you're just like breaking news. Um, your team just got shittier. Um, go ahead and analyze this other matchup. <laughs> this is the type of thing we do to guess regularly though that's true that's true i'm a host though you can't do this to me uh, um, mike. mike come on jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this matchup a little tough there's not a lot of clouds going on so from that angle i couldn't really provide too much analysis <laughs> yeah. um, that makes it hard for yeah, sure <laughs> so i had to look at the actual teams which you know makes it a little interesting at times um here i just think when we look at the quarterbacks, we got Burrow and Brissett. I don't think Brissett's going to do much against that Tampa defense um, for Gertie. Burrow could have a good day, though. Jared being out could lead to Burrow having a better-than-average day. Uh, Mike's got Heineke and Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger is done. Um, Heineke will probably have a decent day. He's been producing so far. Um, but at the end of the day, I think this comes down, and I look at the running backs, and I like Zeke, I like CEH, and I like Hunt. Much stronger than Gertie's, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Davis, and then Flex, flexing Christian Kirk. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think this matchup will actually be pretty close, as is the projection. Um, but I'm going to give it to Mike H, even though I'm fully pulling for Gertie, uh, because Mike H is in my division. That's fair. Curtis, you're back on the spot. You got uh, Suds versus Neville. What's going on there? Uh, in this game, I've uh, I picked Neville to win, uh, partially because I cannot morally pick Suds to win ever. Uh, but secondly, the league champ, his team looks good. I just I don't see Suds' team being able to overcome. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's all I got on that. Seemed like it took a lot out of you, <laughs> yeah. Curtis. So why don't you take a breather there and, and we'll come back to you before the end of the show. I got distracted by this Oklahoma game. That's that's my bad. Did, uh, did Texas go down? Texas tie that shit up or what? Tied at 48, minute 23 left. Fuck. Jeez. That game's insane. Texas was up by like 18. You didn't stop pretending, guys. You didn't get distracted, Curtis. You're just not very good at being on this podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's hard to argue. Um, but Suds, why don't you give us some more of your wisdom about Andre versus Curtis this week? Mm. Oh, oh, Curtis is definitely going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, but yeah, in uh, in all seriousness, Andre's team still looks strong. His wide receivers, he's definitely at disadvantage. Uh, to you here, Curtis. Um, that is. That is pretty cool what you got going on there, especially in some good matchups. Um, but the further you go down the list, Andre's team has so much more depth than yours. It falls off um, with you, with Gaskin and um, Mac Jones. Like, I guess Andre has to play Trey Lance. I don't know why he was so excited about that in the chat, though. So- side note, that was really weird. Um, it was like he was bragging about something that I would like try and hide from people. Anyway, um, Andre's going to win. His team's better than yours, Curtis. I don't think your team's bad, but um, better teams beat shittier teams. So, is that how it works? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. 
any given Sunday, right? The better team will always be <laughs> the shittiest team. Um, Mike, last matchup of the week. It's me versus Ryan. What do you see? Some might say the matchup of the week, Pat. Um, old old friends here. No, just because of the rivalry, not not because of the actual matchup. Just oh, seeing right, you yeah, and Ryan yeah. on the battlefield, you know, throwing punches oh, yeah. like. That's what we live for here at 390 Millionaires. It's pretty legendary, I would agree. Yeah, it's yeah. Napoleon versus Wellington. So, um, from an actual football perspective, though, Stafford... <laughs> guys, it's my it's my turn to talk, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, we won't interrupt you at all with like live audio from another game that you're watching when you're supposed <laughs> to be doing this podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Perfect. I really appreciate that. Um, another reason why you're going to lose this weekend, Hotwell. <laughs> um, but you actually had Stafford underperform, which I think is new for him this year in that Rams offense. Uh, Ryan lost Wilson, but had a huge day from Metcalf. So that kind of more than made up for it. Um, and as I look through and I look at the clouds, Ryan's got a couple more. So I think that makes it a tighter matchup in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be closer than than we think, because because Deontay Johnson is probably about the only thing that Ben Roethlisberger will look to on Sunday um, yep. since he's back on the field. And we talked about A.J. Green and then I think Ayuk's finding a role and that that could be a high scoring game against Arizona. So I think you'll put up some points there. But at the end of the day, I trust Ryan's team a little bit more, especially with Josh Allen in what might be a shooter against KC Sunday night. And then I'm going to give and bold strategy not playing a defense. So uh, there's that. Uh, sorry, I before we started on the podcast, I picked up your defense actually, Atlanta. Mm, great against the Jets why? Why do you think that would be a good pick? Well, I had Green Bay previously. Oh, that's fair. So I feel Are like there- it's an it's an upgrade. Mm. Uh, the only other defense that I was thinking about picking up was Buffalo, but they play KC this weekend. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, nobody else, nobody else's defense looks good. And I'm just hoping that Zach Wilson, this is his first time ever traveling without mom and dad. So maybe he won't, maybe he'll be a little bit hungover in, in London tomorrow. So, so I don't, I don't know if he actually travels without his mom. That's true. But I, I don't think he gets any attention unless she's there. Maybe you sure. could uh, make a trade with Suds who still holds two defenses. I hear Carson Carson Wentz is available. Much like me in picking the games, I am just getting too good, so I've had to start handicapping myself uh, in fantasy football as well. That's you might want to you might want to cut yourself some slack there, sons. What? Okay, guys, can I get back (laughs) to my analysis here? Um, Hallwell, can you? (laughs) (laughs) We went on a big loop there. Uh, but at the end of the day, as we criticized people for last year, guys, set your lineups. You want me to do a true analysis on it? It's a joke, okay? I can't do this with an incomplete lineup. So you're going to lose, and that's it. That's that's fair. I, yeah. I should have said it. I thought it was set. I apologize. Yeah, no one to blame but yourself, and maybe Jimmy, but just because we can blame him for anything. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, I'm setting it right now. I also, as a personal reminder, I have to send you my picks. For the uh, the suicide, yes, cool. But I, I honestly don't know who I'm going to take on that one. Um, you should call it the Deadpool. 
Nice. That's a good idea. Oh, just a few picks. You guys are two of, the, two of the four people that not submitted their picks. Not Sunday morning yet. Gotta wait. Yeah, Curtis has a tradition. I, I'm usually like quite early. You are. And I've I've, act, I've That's actually That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm just a little bit frazzled that we're talking about my sex life now. Um Sorry, I'm usually quite early with the uh, Well, the dog was in your lap earlier. <laughs> dog is still in my lap. Oh, wow. Wow. Lasting. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not having sex with my dog. Um but I think that's And a, we have uh, a title. A good... <laughs> 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 um I'm uh I think this is a good spot to sort of uh tie it up. Does anybody have anything that they want to bring up before we uh be in the podcast uh, i need to make a correction from earlier uh during your headlines i said hashtag ken griffey lied uh that is incorrect <laughs> it's actually hashtag ken griffin lied uh that was bothering me i just had to to fix that there <laughs> well thank yeah, you yeah yeah so just so everyone's clear it's actually uh ken griffin the baseball player who's the liar uh, <laughs> yeah. not ken griffey the ceo if you are legitimately interested in the ongoings of AMC and it's, uh, it's war being waged against the, uh, the capitalism mm -hmm. in our society, please talk to me. It is not Ken Griffin, former major league baseball player. It's Ken Griffin, um, evil overlord of Citadel financial. Uh, that is a public enemy. Number one. Yeah. Of I can't age. believe we didn't, we didn't, put this content at the beginning this is amazing yeah and i can attest that pat brought me over to the uh the moon that is amc so hello ape we're not at the moon yet friends but, no, no, we but we're, there, we're going there Awooga. say hi to aj green for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a great callback oh, man. um I, I football related i just wanted to say that i'm like I'm really digging what the Chargers are doing like as a whole. Um, and I think it starts with their head coach, uh, Brandon yeah. Staley, mm -hmm. who I see on Twitter all the time, just speaking like absolute truth about football and like really intelligent, really coherent, thoughtful points about how to construct a team, how to how to manage a team and he seems like a guy that just gets it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not I'm not quite sure he's getting like the publicity that um, he should be. Um, well said. And, and con conversely, I guess this would go into uh, if everybody wants to hear my list of the top 10 coaches that should be fired this season, um, I will be dropping that at a later date, um, maybe on Scotch and Sports. But we'll talk. Uh, we'll get the lawyers involved mm -hmm. there and, and let them know. I just want to uh, just want to put this out there as well that um, nothing to do with what you just said or anything Hallwell. but while we do appreciate audition tapes we do not necessarily respond to them as we do get quite a few mm -hmm. yeah, that's fair that's fair but you guys know me like it's not and it's, it's not that that's part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> actually it's almost the majority of the problem yeah yeah i was uh, trying to be nice but it is literally the problem <laughs> amazing so curtis we're gonna uh we're gonna thank you once again for coming on the podcast you uh you got up got us out of a pickle mm -hmm. uh and here we are uh turning pickles into pickle sandwiches so uh thank you for that uh um, welcome i love a good pickle have, sandwich 
do you have anything that you want to uh pump before we uh we say our goodbyes uh not too much i'm excited for the bills chiefs game tomorrow night I just hope I get home from my stupid family Thanksgiving in time to watch. And uh, <laughs> Gertie, your team sucks, and say hi to Rachel for me. There you have it. Gertie. Mike. Your team sucks. Yeah. Say hi to Rachel for me, baby. Uh, Mike, you lost to Gertie, but anyway, Gertie, your team sucks, and say hi to Rachel for me. All right, everybody. Gertie, your team sucks. Say hi to Rachel for me.